Have you ever been on a terrifying theme park ride, about to plummet over the edge and thought, why the hell am I doing this? We'll strop in as we look at why humans love roller coasters. In the shower with Tazimarcus, 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 in the shower with Tazimarcus. Hello, beautiful listener, and welcome to In the Shower with Taz and Marcus, a bite-sized, informative podcast that answers the mysteries of the world in 15 or so minutes. Have you ever wondered if plants have feelings? Or why most black cats have a white spot? Or how much wood a woodchuck would actually chuck if it could indeed chuck wood? If you've wondered the answer to any of those questions, then good news, you've come to the right place. We've answered those, and we're about to answer one more. So step into the cubicle with us as we answer... Why do humans love roller coasters? In the shower with Tazimarcus, 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 in the shower with Tazimarcus. This week's question comes from Baven Whelan, and she's asked us why people like roller coasters. Good question. Baven is a fantastic listener. She gets in contact with us often. I believe she's studying abroad, is she? Uh, she is... is it, did she say she was studying some sort of physics? Yeah, she's studying astrophysics. A- astrophysics abroad. So, Baven, thank you so much for sending in the question and for being a an amazing listener. We really, really, really appreciate you and we hope that you enjoy this episode. Okay, so, yeah, she's asked us why people like roller coasters. It's an absolutely fair question. Like, roller coasters scare the living Jesus out of me and Marcus absolutely they are, loves they, them. They genuinely do, right? I've always... Always, always loved roller coasters. Ever since I was like tall enough to get onto them, I remember like begging my parents to let me to go onto roller coasters as a kid, right? And I, I love the feeling. But Taz, on the other hand, um, we went to Disneyland a few years ago for Taz's birthday, and she was terrified of everything. She was scared of the teacups. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, Disneyland was sold to me. You know, Disney characters, Minnie Mouse's. Everything in the shape of Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse lollipops, Mickey Mouse pancakes, loads of fun and friendship, running, frolicking around, getting Minnie Mouse ears. And next thing you know, I'm on this mad roller coaster going through space, what it would seem like. And it was scary, Marcus. It was scary. Yeah, but the teacups aren't scary. The teacups, you know, they go relatively fast. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And? Okay. But in all honesty, I did love the teacups. Come on. Yes, to be fair. I just don't know if I like the fear and anticipation of it. Like in the in the ten seconds before it goes off, that's when I'm like, oh no, I don't, what did I do? What did I do? What did I do? That's so, that's what so what you said. What you said just there kind of leads perfectly into the reason why we all love a bit of a thrill. Fear and anticipation. What like, what, what could be fun about that? So fear isn't always a bad thing when you think about it, right? The only Obviously, thing to fear. His fear itself. And roller coasters. Yes, this there is true. There you go. <laughs> um, but like, no, obviously fear, we, we associate that with danger, but fear is the body's response to perceived danger, right? Okay. And generally triggers the release of a whole cascade of chemicals which prepares you to either run or face the danger. So sort of like fight or flight, which it, we've talked about a few times in this podcast. That's exactly it, fight or flight. Um, which, do you know what? Actually, I've talked about this before, but if this is your first time listening to In The Shower... Um, I used to keep chickens in um, in the city centre of Dublin. They eventually got a, got consumed by a fox. Rest in peace, Marcus but, um, is shedding a tear. But one of the things that's actually really interesting is like 
chickens have a third option. They're the only animal I know of that have a third option um, of fight or flight, which is just to die. <laughs> like sometimes chickens will be in a dangerous situation and they will just die. Seriously. <laughs> but what's really, what upsets me about that whole thing is that they're birds. They have the options of both fight and, and flight, flight. But they, they just choose to die. But anyway, fight or flight... Basically, yeah, in terrifying, dangerous situations, your body prepares for extre- for like extreme response by kicking in a load of brain chemicals, which can make you have more energy, not feel as much pain, and uh, it can actually su- shut down things like critical thinking. Uh, basically, to just survive. But when you take survival out of the equation... To be honest, feeling highly energised and pain-free sounds pretty fantastic to me. I mean, can you imagine, like, loads of energy, no pain, and zero critical thinking... It basically turns you into a toddler again. And who doesn't want that, right? The chemicals that are released are basically like a super dose of the same ones that you feel when you're happy or excited or um, in other highly arousing situations, Mm. if you know what I mean. So what exactly is the difference between the fear you feel on a roller coaster and the fear you feel when you're like facing down a bear fighting for your life? I wonder if how many people actually like fight bears every every year. But anyway, the all <laughs> important last. yeah, that's for another episode. The all important difference here lies in the context to in which you're feeling the fear, right? If there's a bear in front of you, then yeah, you're going to get all of those hormones and adrenaline, but you're also going to be fighting a bear trying to survive. So, you know, not great. But if you've just strapped into like Thunder Mountain Express in a theme park, that element of real danger is is slightly pushed to one side, and we can just enjoy the natural high that getting out of your comfort zone provides. So basically, roller coasters make you high. In a very basic sense. Um, a controlled sense of danger in a safe space gives us all the thrill of a dangerous situation with none of the actual danger. But there's more to it than that. Getting through to the end of a terrifying experience can give you a great boost of self-esteem. Interesting. Similar to achieving any kind of challenges that you set for yourself, except in this case, the perceived challenge is just survival. Wow, you come that's out of it really and you're just interesting. Like, I did it, I survived. Like I remember in Disneyland... I forced you onto Space Mountain. You were like, no, 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 no. And by the end of it, you felt great. That is such, that is, on, like, that is, that is really, really interesting because there's so many experiences, even, um, you know, like even getting into the really cold sea where you're, even mm-hmm. my, my mind is already jumping to what happens when I get out. Like, I'm going to yeah. feel so much better after I do it. That's exactly. so, so, so interesting. So basically, humans love roller coasters because it's doing something terrifying in essentially a safe context. And that makes all the difference. But There's I mean, no like, real threat of injury or death, so we Yeah, you still get the same rush out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So but when you when you actually think about it, like shark diving, haunted houses, um, like all of those things like even stuff like adrenaline sports, scuba diving, base jumping, um so many of those kind of trade on that slightly less dangerous sense of danger. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah. That's, 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 Living life on the edge, man. As a final thing, um, fear brings us together. Generally, when you think about it, we get on roller coasters with people we love. We get on roller coasters with friends, with family. We get a photo of it in the end. And coming through a fearful experience can bond people at a really primal level. This is Marcus selling space mating to me again. Do you want to go again? <laughs> Please. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's basically why humans love roller coasters. That's very, very interesting. Any um sort of roller coaster fear fun flight facts to end the episode? Um, 
I've got two, right? Do you want to go with a fact about fear or a fact about roller coasters? Um, fear. Okay, starting with fear. Um, have you ever heard of uh, Australia? Of course you've heard of Australia. So, What is this Australia thing? Yeah. So there's a jellyfish um, that's kind of terrifyingly common off the coast of Australia. Okay. Called the Irukandji jellyfish. Wow. Right? Yep. And if it stings you... It can cause something called Irukandji syndrome. Wow, it has its own syndrome. It has its own syndrome. And one of the... So it has all of the usual things that can uh, be associated with box jellyfish stings, um, which can be, you know, cardiac arrest, death, spasm. But the unique thing about Irukandji syndrome is that it can give anyone who's stung a sense of extreme fear or impending doom. Oh, God, that's mm-hmm. horrific. Do you want to hear the even more scary thing? Yeah. It's about the size of a peanut and almost invisible in daylight. What? hmm Jesus Christ, Australia. That, that's terrifying. Isn't it? Yeah. Right. Glad we went with that one first. Okay, roller coaster fact. Okay, right. Uh, this one's actually pretty cool. And this one spoke to me, right? So um, I'm half French and going on roller coasters. Wait, uh-huh. <laughs> and going on roller coasters. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but you know what the what the word for roller coasters is in French? What? Montagne russe, which means Russian mountains. Ah. So this Montagne is russe. Montagne russe. Montagne russe. Which like I was I always looked at roller coasters like listen, these are neither mountains or Russian like France, what are you up to? Um but this is the crazy thing. If all countries were as cold as Russia, roller coasters might not exist, right? So in the seventeenth century Russians used to freeze water over a tall wooden structure to make an ice ramp to which riders would sit on blocks of wood um, stuffed with straw and slide down the ramp. Apparently, Paris wanted to join in the fun but realised it was impossible because of the warmer climate that's found in France. However, they got around that by adding wheels to the sledges that they would have used in winter to use a track for the ride around 1817. Creating the first modern roller coaster. Wow! There you have it. In the shower with Tazamarcus, 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 in the shower with Tazamarcus. So there you have it, Bevan. Um, Bevin, Bevan, Bavon, Bavoon. Thank is. you so much for sending in that question and for sending in a few questions, actually. Mm-hmm. And sending in a picture of a dog as well, which yeah, is which always, we always, appreciate. always big bonus points for that. But th- that was a really fun episode to research. I really want to go on a roller coaster now. Do you know what? I, it's Even been a while. I do. Yeah. Even I do. Absolutely. But everyone else, thank you so much for listening to this episode of In the Shower with Taz and Marcus. We appreciate you dedicating your ears to us for the last 15 or so minutes. If you are like Bevan and have a question that you would like us to research and answer and give you all of our findings in a bite-sized little chunk, then you can do so. It's very easy. If uh, you want to get in touch with us with a question or a dog picture or just to say hello or anything like that, you can get us on Facebook. Just look up In The Shower with Taz and Marcus or Instagram. Just search In The Shower Pod. Same with Twitter. If you want to send a question or a message or just a hello to our email address, it's in the shower podcast at gmail.com. Um, if you like what we're doing, please tell your friends, tell your podcast buddies, tell your granny, tell your colleagues. That would be really cool. Believe it or not, that's how podcasts spread. It's through word of mouth. So if you just tell one other person that you enjoyed this, that would mean an awful lot to me and my little ginger friend Marcus over there. That's me. (laughs) Next week's episode. Next week's episode is a really good one. It's infectious. It's an earworm. It's an earworm, exactly. Mm -hmm. Next week's episode of In the Shower, Taz and Marcus asks, Why do songs get stuck in our head? That episode's going to be ready in time for your morning shower next Monday. But in the meantime, 
keeps coming. In the show with Taz and Marcus. 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 This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.